That's strange. Anyway, but yeah, mom was freaking hilarious. Yeah, mom was real funny. She was probably the funniest member of our family of all oh, time. Oh, beyond. Beyond anybody. I remember the funniest thing she would ever say, and I never got it until one time I just asked her, and I was probably like 12. She would mm. always say, that's funny like a rubber crutch. And I said to her, what does that mean? Yeah, and I remember she, being young and like, that's such a stupid thing, but you still laughed because it was it. her. Yeah, I yeah, always laughed, but never funny. got it. And yeah. then she like stood up and shook her arms, yep. and I was like, oh, rubber. The poor lady's like, my kids are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was yeah. so funny, and I think about that often because that was oh, one yeah. of my favorite lines that she used to say. Yep. Well, I mean, in anything, she could make any situation funny. And she was like, you know, for people who don't know or didn't know her, she was sick our whole lives. Yeah. You know, I, you were two mm-hmm. and I was four yeah. when she was diagnosed. So she was in the, the whole time until we were in our 20s, she was sick. Yeah. It was, I was 10 and mm-hmm. then I was two ten and then 20. Yeah. So it was pretty much like every 10 years. Yeah. You know, we'd go through this whole cycle yep. and always with that dark cloud, like, oh, well, she's yeah. good now, and, you know, and, and <laughs> yeah, made it hard scary. to enjoy anything. But she she found a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a she was a glue to that to our family because, you know, she was just that strong of a person. She definitely was, you know, for being all five foot two Italian broad from New York. You know, she's very tough, tough family. She complimented all of us so much and just didn't take things too seriously. Never. And that helped a lot with yeah. all the stress that everyone else was feeling mm-hmm. and thinking that she maybe wasn't going to make it this time or is she going to yeah. get sick again? You know, even as kids thinking that she just, she would never talk about it like that. Nope. She would just never. live it day by day and just say, I'm, I'm here now and we're going to love each other and, yeah. and make it through. And the only time she was ever really, upset with us is when we did take things too seriously oh yeah or when we were overstressed overworked she's like you need to live because yeah. she knew what it was like to to think about uh-huh. all that stuff as far as you know i may not have as much time to be a mom or the, you know what about them yeah i think it definitely changed her as a mother but i don't i can't say it was necessarily like the worst thing ever because she really um got to to let loose and just say, you know what? I'm just going to let God handle this. And I'm going to enjoy this and as I'm much enjoy as I can. My kids. And she did. Yep. She definitely did. Yeah. Cause we had a heck of a time with her. Oh with, yeah. With, for sure. We didn't have a ton of money, but she made it work. And like yeah. I said, she passed down her humor mm-hmm. and her toughness and everything like that. She was just such a great, just person. All our friends say the same thing. Like, you know, even years later after now she's gone, <clears throat> I've had so many people come up to me and I'm not exaggerating and, I'm, and you've had this too. You said, oh, yeah. I get random texts. Oh yeah. People are like, you know, I'm thinking about your mom, but yeah. the main thing I get is on my worst day. Yeah. Your mom was there. When, when my world fell apart, your mom yeah. sat with me in my mess. When, when I lost my job, when I lost my spouse, when I lost this, when I lost that, your mom was there and she prayed for me. She loved me. She took me to church. She, you know, I came to your house at two, three in the morning and yeah. sat there on the porch and talked to her for two hours and, you know, she made me feel less lonely. Like all this stuff, like people like this and her funeral it was a packed house. Like people were standing in the back, Oh my gosh, yeah, you so know, and the church was, a you know, a good sized church. It was about a medium sized church, but there was people in the back standing. I remember we were sitting in the front and I got up to, to go in the back and get a drink and I'm looking out 
and and just so many people still coming in. Yeah. This little this little lady who was a receptionist at this small company in this little town no one's ever heard of. <laughs> And and it's just a packed house. You you know you would think a dignitary or like someone famous had, had passed away, but that's the impact she made. Yeah, and to us, I mean, to me especially, she deserved it. She I did. Mean, I was really glad that people showed up and, <clears throat> and showed their support and right. Um, just really shared stories and and shared how much she yep. she impacted their lives, which yeah. is great. And again, like a great figure for any girl to have. And yes, yes it's our mom. And yes, like we're, <laughs> you know, but this situation doesn't matter. It's that's how we saw her even when she was still around. Yeah. You know, and, and like, like how did that affect like your perception of what a mom was? So, like I said, you know, she was sick when mm-hmm. I was two up to like 20, 21. Yeah. And I remember not many things mm-hmm. because she was sick a lot. Yep. Um, but all those really good things yeah. just were so amplified. Yeah. Um, so much brighter. Yeah. And it just really taught me to enjoy life, mm-hmm. slow down. Yep. And just enjoy the people around you. Yeah. And well, you and can not take it too, too seriously because I tell Via every day, at mm-hmm. least five times a day. I'll just look at her and say, I love you. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she knows just it. laughs at me and she's like, I know. Because she's, yeah, but it, it, she she lives life so much better. She enjoys everything so much better. Even just going to bed, everything. She sleeps so soundly and goes mm-hmm. through life so soundly knowing my mom loves me more than anything in the world. Yep. So my perception <clears throat> of that is, okay, just make sure that they're emotionally, spiritually, physically their needs are met. Yes. You know, as much as I can possibly do, make sure right. those, those needs are met and you'll be golden and mm-hmm. hope to God. They don't have to go to therapy. They probably will though, because I'm not a perfect yeah. parent whatsoever. Um, I think every, every person in their life has to go to therapy at some time or another. <clears throat> I think it's, yeah, everyone should go. <laughs> if you haven't and you're listening to this, go. <laughs> you probably need it. Probably if need you it. don't think you need it, you definitely. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that the truth? Um, but just hope that they don't need it from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, else. thank God, right? But uh, I think that that was really just my perception is mm-hmm. just don't take it too, too seriously because mm-hmm. you'll stress yourself out and your kids are going to feel it. And yeah. it's it's not their burden, you know, no. just try no. to relax, which is hard because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a planner. You're gung-ho. <laughs> yeah, you're like, so, let's do this. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, and, and that's just part of who you are and and that that served you well as being a you know when it comes to being a mom but as far as being prepared i've heard countless parents say no matter what books you read or advice this and that nothing really prepares you to be a parent but looking back certain things really did even if you realize it but what do you think prepared you to be the mom you are um you know i think god really used the situations and mm-hmm. seasons in my life that were not so good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the times when, when mom was sick, mm-hmm. um, the relationships that I was in, yeah. um, at the time when I was like four months pregnant, um, I became officially, mm-hmm. uh, a single parent. Um, I was in a relationship that was physically and emotionally abusive and I decided to leave. I didn't want mm-hmm. that. Um, for my kid and, and just, um, 
I think that he just really prepared all those not nice things that were my choice Mm -hmm. to go through so that I could teach my daughter how to stand up for herself, how to say no, you know, how to get that empowerment that you need by me having to go through it so that she hopefully can stand up for herself one day if she needs to, because you need boundaries. You need healthy boundaries, even in healthy relationships, you need these healthy boundaries because they make that healthy, you know? Well, yeah, that's Um, key. Yeah. That's key. Um, And it took me a while to realize that. Um, Mm. So I think, I think those were the not so good times definitely prepared me for, being a single parent and finding myself in that situation of just saying, what did I get myself into? Yeah. Um, and then being able to turn it around and saying, I'm not going to just sit here in the shadow and be upset and no. and get depressed and do all these kinds of whatever I want all the time um, because that's not what God wants for us. No, it's not. And it's not what you want for your daughter. No, and and I don't see her as being a kid who's unsure of herself. No. She's very sure of herself. She's very strong-willed. She's very passionate about her friends. She's she's really great at – she's very compassionate, yeah. very empathetic. Mm-hmm. And, and I've told you this story a couple times where a kid would be on timeout in a via – This is, she was probably like three or four when I saw this. <laughs> and the kid was sitting on, on timeout, and she goes over, and she puts her arm around this kid and starts singing to him. And it was just like, you know what I mean? She really is. And she just is like, it's okay. And when you're done time out, you can come back and play. So only five more minutes. Mm -hmm. Like it was just so adorable, but that's, that's stuck with her. That's not something that she's lost. It's a very natural thing. Yeah. And, and again, like I said, she's very, she knows what she wants. Yes. And she's very much like, you know, I'll have a conversation with her and it's like a flashback of talking with you at that age. And that's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. That's a compliment. We got along pretty good as kids. Yeah. Um, but like what, cause I see that, but what do you, what parts of you do you see in your own daughter? <sighs> I mean, I'm scared. She is sassy. Yeah. And sometimes I just think, what am I going to do when she gets older? <laughs> Every um, parent thinks that, I, <laughs> from what scary. I'm told. <laughs> it is scary. But um, mm. there's definitely that sass and that just yeah. like, I'm no, like if I don't feel like this is the right thing, I'm mm. not going to do it. Right. I don't need to go along with this person or this person or this person just because that's what everybody's doing. Mm. Um, I've never really been that type. I, I don't really care, to, to be honest, like what other people are doing mm-hmm. because – Everyone's different and everyone has to take different paths. Yeah. And uh, I just like to do my own thing. And I really see that in her, which is really great. Uh, well, she, she's very good at like she, she'll invite anyone to play with her. But if you don't want to, yeah. she's like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm this thing. I don't care. She definitely doesn't take it personally. No, she doesn't. Uh, she's also really stubborn, uh, which is yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what it is. Yeah. Um, but... It works for her because she's mm-hmm. so cute. So mm-hmm. it's all right for now. But uh, she's really – she's stubborn. But you can't help but respect it too as far as like, you know, like we've talked about kids and physical contact as far yeah. as healthy, non-healthy, you know, mm-hmm. not just where it goes beyond a certain line. But if a kid does not want you to hug them or even touch them at all, they have a right as a young person absolutely, to say, you know what, no. And it doesn't matter who you are. And we weren't really taught that when we were younger, but I know that that's been a 
<clears throat> that mindset has been broken over the years more and more. And I think it needs to continue to be like that because the, especially with girls, yeah. you know, cause there's a huge problem with this. Even in the church, we've seen awful things happen yes, where yes, kids right. are like, well, you know, an adult is the authority and they're allowed to say and do this to an extent. And to a young kid, it gets confusing. Well, I don't like this. Or I don't want to be hugged. And even an innocent thing, as a hug or even like a pat on the back, any mm-hmm. kind of slightest thing, if they don't want it, you know what? Let them go. Yeah. Let them go. And that's hard because we have been taught, mm-hmm. you know, we as in myself as a female have been taught like, well, it's not polite to mm-hmm. not hug your relatives and not do this and not do well, that. Well, especially church females, like church, yes. like women in the church have been told it's okay. And mm-hmm. it's not. No. It's, not. it's just not. I pretty much give off the vibe all the time. Don't hug me unless I hug you. Right, right. And then we're good. <laughs> and that's okay you because know? you know what? I ha- maybe uh, other women will see that and be like, oh, I can do that yeah. too. Or younger girls see that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like it helps set the tone for my daughter as well. Yes. If she doesn't see me just saying, okay, okay, even though she can tell in my face, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. If I just say, oh, no, we're good here. No. You know? <laughs> well, it was like at the, the barbecue that you had a few weekends ago. I had to leave early for work. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, hey, hey, V, I, I got to go. You want a hug? She's like, no, I'm good. Went <laughs> right back to yeah, plan. And, like, I know it's not like I don't want to hug you because I don't love you or, you know, I don't want to hug you because I'm at you. It's I'm good what I'm doing. I'm distracted by playing or with my friends. And there are times where <clears throat> she comes in and, you can see it on her where she's like, I just, I just leave me alone. You know, her sass, <laughs> yeah. as you said. And that's okay. Everyone deserves a personal space no matter how old they are. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Especially, again, younger girls, the earlier they learn that, the better. Yeah. Um, and, and we didn't, I mean, again, you said earlier you were taught that, you know, adults, especially relatives, male or female, mm-hmm. they want to hug you, pinch your cheek, kiss you. It's okay because they're, you know, it's affection and affection is good. It's well, family or it's whatever. It's family and it's like, eh, mm-hmm. not really. And, and you didn't know that then. Yeah. But now it's different. And, and along with that, what else did you not know as far as <clears throat> when you were first realizing, okay, I'm going to be a mom. You know, what, what do you wish someone would have said to you? That's a loaded question. There's so much knowledge that would have been helpful. (laughs) Um, Right. I think that the most important thing is having that support system. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have a good support system where the women in my life, especially Mm. weren't very overbearing, you know? Um, But I knew that if I needed to call somebody at two o'clock in the morning, I knew that I would get an answer. You had somebody. Because I didn't know the answer. Um, I mean, we had a great example as a mother, Mm -hmm. but there's so many gray areas in that. And I'm sure people that women that even have moms throughout their whole lives Mm -hmm. when their kids are, you know, small up into adulthood still call their moms um, oh, definitely. for questions. And I was calling rapid fire people because I just, <laughs> there was right. so much that I was so new to. Mm. Um, and I, I really wish I just would have known just to trust God more. Mm. Not doesn't mean like don't call those people mm. and don't have that support system. No, but, but it starts with him. It does. It does. And I, I was fortunate enough to have godly women in my mm. life um, that I could turn to and call. 
Well, and, and going along with trusting God, that is probably one of the biggest areas you and I have had this conversation before about. <clears throat> That's where he grew you the most. Because, I mean, you're a very, again, strong-willed person. You know what you want. You know what you want out of a situation. And you also, uh, you're a planner. You know what I mean? And you're meticulous with what you do, especially with time. your kid, even more so with your kid. Yeah. So God's like, well, that's cute, but I know better. And yeah. you having to learn that, like, like that was not an overnight deal for you, was it? I mean, she's seven and a half now and I'm still in, mm-hmm. it's still in the works. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll ever be a hundred percent like on level, I'm good. level 100 yeah. of trusting <clears throat> God. You know, it's, it's hard. It's really, really hard because I know he has made me this way for a reason, Mm -hmm. Um, but I need to let go, you know, and just trust that he's got it because Mm -hmm. I know that he loves me more than I could ever imagine. And he loves her more than I could ever, Mm -hmm. um, which is is crazy to really think about because I love my kid a lot. (laughs) Well, you do. I mean, you do. And I, I mean, I can say that from you know, being around you guys and, you know, I'm not just saying that cause I'm your brother and I'm supposed to be nice to you. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it's the truth. And, and just from the past year, seeing you grow in that area, I remember talking on the phone to you and I really noticed it in this one phone conversation because, um, we were talking about a very sensitive subject with your daughter as, mm-hmm. as far as where she was at. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, you know, I realized that I just have no control over that and Mm -hmm. God's got her. And I know that he has her best interest in there. And I also know that I can pray for her. And when, when I do get to be around her again and see her, I can love her to death. But when she's in a certain spot and she's not around me, I have to let God just be God. Yeah. And that was, it was really, really hard. And I still struggle with that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, and just letting go and just saying, okay, mm-hmm. I need to worry less and just pray more. Like yep. it's such a cliche thing. It, it is, but it's, but it's a cliche for a reason because it's true. Yeah. But we all roll our eyes because, you know, <laughs> it's always said by someone who has had way too much coffee. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I mean, I just, I just love God. And you just got to trust and serve him. And, and, and you're like, yeah, okay, decaf, honey. Like, whoa. Yeah. And, but, but they're right at the same time. Definitely. Definitely. So, and uh, that was that's really hard to do, I think, for yeah. anybody. Well, especially for a mom. Yeah. And 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 having <clears throat> not having your you know not having your actual mom around made it hard. And yeah. there's a lot of women in a situation where I mean, you had support, but I know there was times where you feel like anyone like oh, I'm in that weird spot being a single mom. I mm-hmm. feel alone. What do I do? Like, what would you yeah. say to women that are or have been in your shoes? Or someone who's like, I just found out I'm pregnant and I have nobody. Like, what would you say to them? I mean, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. I can say that. I mean, yeah. even if you don't know someone specifically mm-hmm. that was in your situation or has been in your situation or, mm-hmm. or is currently in your situation, you are definitely not alone. Yeah. Um, and I definitely felt like that mm-hmm. many times and sometimes still do. Yeah. You know, just with specific stuff of saying, man, I'm the only one that's what's going through this. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, shut up. You're not. <laughs> yeah. You got to put yourself in check and you do. And you do. You really just have to prioritize and, and know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're just not find, find somebody, you know? Yeah. I was fortunate enough that there was a single mom's group starting at the church that I was attending at the time, mm-hmm. um, which was, which was great. And all of them were older moms. 
but I really missed having that uh, single mom of, of the generation now. It's yeah. very different, I think, now than, than when it was, both probably <clears throat> good and bad. We have, I think, as single parents, we have a lot more resources than what we did. It's more accepted. Now. You have more resources, more accepted, but I think one of the things that seems to hurt single moms is there's this idea that you should just do it on your own. You don't need a man. You don't need support. You're a, you're a strong, independent woman. Mm -hmm. You can do this. And they mean well, but it gets people trapped in this mindset. And we've talked to people that have been in this mindset yeah. of, okay, I'm weak if I ask for help. I'm weak if I if I find a good man. Because you have found a good man. And he's I been have, an awesome yeah. husband, awesome father, awesome brother-in-law. I mean, he, I, you know, he's great with you in Avia. I trust him with you in Avia. And I can't, and now because you guys, you know, are a full fledged family, mm -hmm. you know, together, it's very hard to see him not a part of the picture. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Well, well, yeah, of course, in your <laughs> shoes, but women shouldn't feel weak for asking for help. You know, it doesn't no. make you less of a woman because everyone needs help. Absolutely. And <clears throat> that was a hard struggle for me of saying, mm -hmm. I need help. Yeah. You know, with this yeah. or this, um, asking for help is, is hard for like lots of people, mm -hmm. but as a, especially with your personality. Yeah. As a single parent, you go, oh, they're going to expect me to need something from them. Right. Cause a lot of them aren't trying to play the victim card or seem like that, yeah. but there are times where you're like, I got nothing in the bank. I got yeah. nothing here. I got nothing. What do I do? Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> Just do it. Yep. Just do it. Just throw away the pride for a minute. Mm -hmm. You can pick it up later if you really, really feel like you need to, but mm -hmm. it's really not yeah. worth it. Um, <clears throat> and if people are going to judge you on that, then they'll have to deal with that. They'll the have time. to deal with that. I agree. I mean, like, and like I said before, um, you had to, you had your steps where you had to surrender your pride too, because you were so used to doing everything else on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, and having, uh, being in a situation where it was like, okay, I'm, I'm on my own team yeah, and it's just me right now. And then your daughter came along and you're like, okay, we, we need, we need people on our sides. I had no credit. Yeah. I had, uh, an unreliable car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had, uh, no money in the bank because yeah. I was working, but I was mm -hmm. foolish at the time, you know, before she was born. Right. So... It was hard. I had to ask for somebody to co-sign a loan for me yeah. for a car, and I had to find childcare. And you know, it was it was really difficult. But mm -hmm. if you don't ask for help, then you're not going to get what you need for your family. And you know? you're not. And I think what's nice and going to be comforting for some people that listen to this is God doesn't shame you for asking for help. He wants you to ask for help from Him, mm -hmm. and there's no shame in you asking help in the people around you and support group. And and seeing how it benefited you and <clears throat> people don't know this but in our family i'm the cheese ball i'm the i'm the hallmarky one the disney ending guy i would say so yeah for sure so this is my part where i get to <laughs> really lay it on my sister and try to make her like ball her eyes out but seeing how you, what you became as far as when you were pregnant with her seeing you seeing you start to settle into this mom role even before she was born <clears throat> seeing you take over this role and it's all right. Is it working? Just, just <laughs> okay. go quick. Okay. It, um, but get, getting to see you become this awesome woman who's a great mom, great wife, 
Um, you know, you and I, I, you know, out of all our family members, you are, we're the closest ones, yeah. you know, as far as, uh, not just age, but also we get along the best yeah. and you're probably out of everyone I know, I think I trust you the most, oh, thank you. you know what I mean? Especially just, you know, where I'm at right now, <clears throat> I talk to you the most, I share you probably the ugliest parts and you, you know, you're fine with that. But Every again, well. oh, exactly. But being as far as you are a mom, you're a top notch mom. And I've, you know, I don't have any kids of my own, but I know how to be a better parent from watching you and other women can say the same thing. And it's just, it's really, it's just been awesome seeing God take you from where you were and where you're at now into this really just amazing mom and amazing wife, like I said, and he can do that for anybody and he wants to do it for anybody and everybody. And you're a great example of that. And, you know. I got front row tickets to that, and I feel lucky. Woohoo! <laughs> I was nasty. I mean, I still have nasty <laughs> parts for sure. Well, we all got our rough edges. But, I mean, it's yeah. not nice yeah. at all. And None of really us were. selfish, for sure. Yeah, but no one would guess about, like, no one would say that about you now. No one would <laughs> guess that. I'm dead serious. And, and anyone who did not know you before this, I mean, they would never have thought. You know, and that's how great God is, and that's just, again, that's how amazing he can make a person's life become yeah and he did it out of you being a mom yeah he took a he took a situation that is not the typical i'll say typical christian family situation yeah, yeah. and he said no no you just wait i got this yeah and i said finally after giving up saying okay fine just do it just tell me <laughs> what you want me to do and yeah. i'll do it and you know i'm i'm so much happier and and the, the stress is so much less and I'm just so thankful that he saw that potential and just said, no, I'm not done. Yeah. I'm not done. You didn't quit. No. And, you, and it turned out awesome. It's not done. It's not done. It's going to get even more awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. thanks for doing this. I know this isn't your thing as no. far as being on a microphone, but thanks for doing this. And uh, I love you to death. You're awesome. Aww, Aww. All right. You're enough. All right. I feel like yeah. snow white birds are going to come in. Oh, they will. Trust me. They will. But no, I really appreciate you doing this. I hope this helps people that, like I said, have been in your shoes. Yeah. And I mean, so. if, if anybody wants to reach out, mm-hmm. you know, just go on the regen page or call, mm-hmm. call Bill or whatever. And I'll help as much as yeah. I can. And we have resources at the church, you know, and my sister has a lot of great programs for people again, who are, in the single mom group or, you know, even if you're not anyone who needs help in general with their family, we have it. So just remember you're not alone. Yeah. Thanks Joe. Yep.